What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Remember the Game. It is my retro gaming podcast where every week a buddy of mine and I sit down and we geek out about the games we played back in the day. My name is Adam Blank. Thank you so much for listening to the show. And this week it is episode 203. And this time around, we are finally talking football. It has been 203 fucking episodes to get to a football game and one of the comments i get from new listeners to the podcast sometimes is uh i can tell that you're canadian because all of your sports episodes are hockey and the thing is is you're right aside from mario games wrestling and the odd like boxing game you're not wrong it's hockey but i've heard you and i'm trying to remedy it i've heard all the i'm not complaining i should no one's complained but i've heard the comments i'm trying to fix it uh as i'm going to explain in this episode as we get into talking tecmo bowl uh i am canadian in case you don't know and i grew up in a hockey house that's just the only sport we watched other than pro wrestling uh, which was just me because I was a fucking nerd. I still love wrestling. I'm still a nerd. I don't care. Uh, I didn't play a lot of football, basketball, or baseball games as a kid. I actually didn't learn the rules to football until I was in my 20s. And I used Madden to get there. I bought a copy of like an old Madden game and used that to learn the rules to how the NFL works. Uh, but I'm a football fan now. I like it. Not so much a Madden fan, but I'm a football fan. And I'm, I'm slowly discovering these old sports games, partially because I hear the demand from all of you. And partially because, like, dude, a retro sports game is fucking timeless. A good, I should say that. A good retro sports game will always, always be good. Ice hockey, Blades of Steel, Ken Griffey Jr.'s Major League Baseball, NBA Jam. So I hear I've actually never played it. Tecmo Bowl. They'll just, NHL 94, they'll just never not be fun. They've aged so well. And my God. This game. And oh, and for the record, I have heard the comments that Tecmo Super Bowl is better in literally every way. I have not played it. Don't yell at me. I just explained why I'm getting there. Uh, and I am going to get there, especially after playing the original Tecmo Bowl. I need no convincing because I fucking love this game. Uh, my pal Brad is back on the show this week as my guest. You may remember him from our Tecmo Wrestling episode. Tecmo was on fire back in the day. Uh, you may remember him as the guy I got in the very heated argument with about who's on the cover of Contra. Uh, one of the more famous moments in the history of the podcast. Very, very, very good friend of mine. He actually grew up playing Tecmo Bowl. Um, I did not, but that's fine. We came at it from two different angles. We didn't get in any arguments this week. We were on the same page. This game slaps. And we're going to get there in just a minute because speaking of stuff that slaps, it's time for yet another edition of the Remember the Game infamous intro. If you're new to the podcast, welcome aboard. Consider this your warning. Our intros have gotten kind of long these days, but they're fun. Don't worry. They're, it's I don't usually I have like a stupid comparison, but I don't have one this week. Our intros are just like Tecmo Bowl. If you like video games, you'll probably like it. it they're just fun. We talk video games and shit like that. But if you do want to skip it, if you're literally just here for Tecmo Bowl talk, go about 30 minutes up the road, and you should be. You'll find the music. You'll be into the Tecmo Bowl talk. I gotta get my plugs out of the way. It's how I pay the bills. We have merchandise. We have hoodies, T-shirts, coffee mugs, posters, tank tops all rocking incredible art that was drawn by my friend joe over at 4545creative.com you can find all of our merchandise at rememberthegamepodcast.com if you're interested it's a phenomenal way to support the podcast and we're running a 20 percent off sale for the entire month of june as i record this it is tuesday june 21st so there's still fuck how many days are in june 30 so there's still nine more days 
I guess eight more by the time you hear that. Whatever. You still have for the rest of June. You can get 20% off all of our merchandise if you go to RememberTheGamePodcast.com and use the promo code RTG200. It's right there in all the graphics and shit. You can't miss it. And of course, if you're a nudist, if you're someone that just doesn't prefer clothes, myself included, I'm, I'm naked as I record both these episodes. If you just don't like clothes, you can always support us on Patreon. For just $2 US a month, you get two additional podcasts every freaking week. You'll get exclusive access to my gaming news show, Game Patch, every Friday where I look at all the biggest news in modern video games. I add in my opinions of some profanity and stuff like that. And you'll also get Expansion Pass every Thursday, which is a different show each week. We do rankings. We look back at characters, consoles. We do comedy episodes. There's game reviews. This past week on Expansion Pass, uh, we talked about the Game Boy. We've done a few episodes now where we look at just one particular console. Uh, We just talk our fond memories, our favorite games, our hot takes. They're usually just nostalgia overload. Some of our most popular episodes of the Expansion Pass, this one was no different. And as is becoming tradition here in the intro, here's a sneak peek of last week's episode of Expansion Pass, the Game Boy. Like, if you released a console today where it was like, this thing is pretty sweet, but you better be in a well-lit room at all times or you're not going to be able to see it. Oh, God. It's just, it's so funny that, like, it'd be completely unacceptable from just about any time since, I don't know, fucking what nine late 1990s but back in the day we were we didn't even i never as a kid it never even entered my mind that this thing was hard to see i just accepted that it was hard to see like i knew it was but it didn't seem like even a uh the slightest hint of like a scratch on its legacy i just was like yeah it's well it's a game boy it's not on my tv it's hard to see it's fine it's no big deal like that was what i you know negaduck wrote into us on patreon and said it made me appreciate the amount of street lights there were on the highway and in towns at night as you leaned against the car window trying to get some light to play tetris yeah exactly and like anyone that grew up with it was fucking there So that's now available on our archives, and this week it's Expansion Pass number 116, and it is maybe one of my most anticipated reviews ever. We are going to talk Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. It only dropped last week, but I have been playing the fuck out of it over the last six or seven days. I have a ton to say about this thing. Almost all positive, in case you're wondering. It's going to be a pretty positive episode. So that'll go live tomorrow for all of our Patreons. So again, two bucks. Gets you two additional shows every week. Instant access to over 200 archived bonus podcasts. Plus, you can join our Discord, which is getting out of control. The ch- in the sense that it's getting big. It doesn't mean that like it sucks. Uh, you get a chance to vote on our Patreon poll at the beginning of every month. You get the ability to submit comments to be read on all of our shows, including Play and Play 1, Remake 1, Erase 1, and... You're going to get a shout out and get to hear me mispronounce your name like I'm about to do to most of these people. A huge thank you to all of our newest Patreons. There's some tricky ones in here. This is going to get ugly. Skip Butter, Philip Arando, Vega Versio, Rob McDonald, Tim Bradbury, Timothy Sabrinsky, Josh Young, Josh Chapman, D, Chris Richardson, Benzeal909, Jason Durham, Towley311. I love that reference. Connor Homa. Travis M, Timothy B, David DeLong, Turtles Love Pizza. You're damn right they do. SP20, Helio Freak, Draven R. Schultz. I'm sorry if I fucked that. I think that's the one I fucked up the worst. Craig Brown, Lucas Frazier, and Filthy Phil. Thank you all so much for the support. Welcome to Remember the Game Industries, patreon.com slash remember the game. If you are interested, we just crossed a thousand patrons this morning. Fucking unbelievable. So thank you all so much. So much for the support. I... 
fucking I'm blown away. Thank you so much. And don't forget, 5% of our Patreon gets donated to the Stollery Children's Hospital here in Edmonton. We've already raised over $1,000 this year. We still have a lot of year to go. So thank you all for supporting a great cause and me at the same time. Oh, yeah. And my final plug, I'm on Twitch whenever I can be. Twitch.tv slash member the game. You can come by and hang out and tell me my nose sucks and... Uh, we'll fight, and I spend as much time arguing with the chat as I do actually playing the game. It's a lot of fun. Twitch.tv slash member the game. That's enough blowing myself. Let's blow in the cartridge. Is our opening segment here on the show. I read a few comments and questions from our patrons, usually gaming-related, but not always. And we call this segment Blowing in the Cartridge. He blows all right. He blows big time. That's it, honey. Get into the spirit. <laughs> Let's blow our first blower this week is Chris Cantrell, who wrote in and said, Happy Saturday, Adam. It's fucking Tuesday, Chris. God damn it. Uh, glad to hear your voice is recovering. I could tell it was bothering you for at least a week. It was fucking terrible. Uh, Chris said, I know you don't talk wrestling a lot, but I wanted your input of last week's developments with Vince McMahon and Johnny Ace. Personally, I want them both to just go away. Now, we're not, listen, most of the podcast is about video games. If you don't want to hear wrestling, skip maybe 90 seconds ahead. I got another comment about wrestling too. D wrote in and said, just a massive dream take. Vince McMahon steps away from WWE, sells it. Tony Khan buys it and blows wrestling forbidden, wrestling's forbidden doors wide open. Fucking Seth Rollins against any New Japan talent. Fucking what? I know it's not realistic, but such a cool thought nonetheless. It'd be so cool from a fan perspective. So just quickly, if you don't have any idea what's going on in the world of professional wrestling, everybody knows who Vince McMahon is he is currently stepping away he has stepped down temporarily i guess as the ceo of wwe uh as he's being investigated for paying off his employees for shutting up for having sex with him there's a lot more to it than that i'm just giving you the very basic footnotes and it sounds like johnny ace who's johnny laurinaitis his right hand man has been involved in it as well uh long and short if you want my opinions on it because i have been asked quite a few times uh yeah vince can go fuck himself uh if this ends up being true and i can't imagine that it isn't especially in today's not that i'm defending like what he's done at any point but especially by today's uh standards in society i think the man is done i think this might be it i do think the wwe i think they've been prepping to sell that company for years and i think this might finally be the the straw that breaks the camel's back because i think vince mcmahon is the type of person that if he can't control it he wants no part of it so uh we'll wait and see but if you were to ask my opinion i think it's going to sell i think they're going to end up selling the company i think vince and johnny will both leave and i think vince will just sail off into his perverted sunset with his billions and billions and billions of dollars and dude d it'd be fucking sick if con bought it but at the same time, when Vince bought WCW, that didn't go very well. But it would still be fucking sick. Okay, so there you go. There's your wrestling talk, in case anyone was wondering. Because I have gotten quite a few people asking me, what do you think of all this fucking garbage with Vince McMahon? He's just such a greasy fucking man. Vince McMahon. Fucking sleazebag. Uh, let's talk video games. A Sharp J wrote in and said, Hey, Adam, I've been playing Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition on my Switch, and I'm having a blast. Kids today are so lucky to have these modern games with all the modern graphics and whatnot. My 10-year-old self would have lost his mind if he'd had this game back then. So if you had a time machine and you could go back in time and gift your 10-year-old self one console that was far more advanced than what was out at the time with one game, which would it be? Uh, you know what? I actually thought about this one for quite a while, and it would definitely be my Switch. I would give young Adam his the Nintendo Switch. Because uh, as you just heard in that Game Boy preview, back then, 10-year-old me, I was playing the Game Boy. And the Switch would have been a fucking godsend compared to the Game Boy. But for the game, I was torn between Tetris 99 and Minecraft. I think I'm going to go with Minecraft, because I loved I loved Minecraft now, and I loved Lego as a kid. If I had had a game like Minecraft to take with me anywhere I want, any oh my god. 
Like I would have fucking I I didn't leave the house enough as a kid as it is. It would have been terrible. My dad probably would have ended up breaking my switch just to get me to go outside and play street hockey or something. I would have never put that fucking thing down. So I'll go with the switch and Minecraft. Uh, thanks for the question, Sharp J. Fuck yeah. TechMage299 wrote in and said, Adam, do you ever plan on attending an E3 one day? Why or why not? I personally would have liked to have gone to the older ones. Lately, there haven't been many games that pique my interest, though. Uh, you know what, TechMage? There was a time where I would have paid a lot of fucking money to get to go to an E3 and watch all the announcements live and go to the floor and play the video games, you know, the demos and stuff like that. And now it's less... It's funny because, like... I don't know if Remember the Game is big enough to get me into E3. I feel like I'd have a, a snowball's chance if I reached out now. Maybe I'd be able to get some, I guess, press credentials. Is that what you would call it, I suppose? Um, but I've never had less interest in going. And it's not about the games today because I'm interested in games. I love watching them. I'm just like the, the online presentations have gotten so good that I could I would rather just watch them from the comfort of my own house. Instead of fucking flying to wherever the fuck E3 is happening and standing in those lines and being surrounded by just nerds with just rank BO. Because let's call a spade a spade. I'm a gamer just like all of you listening to this. We are, as a general rule of thumb, we are not the most hygienic of people. I know there's exceptions to the rule. But by and large, we stink. And I just, it doesn't sound fun to be packed into that hall for days, waiting in line for like 12 hours to play a demo for 20 minutes and fucking just get smelling like onions and farts and ketchup and just does it now i don't think i don't think so i mean if they ever reached out to me and they were like yo like we'll cover the costs then maybe but i would never pay and i'm not judging those of you that would but i would never pay to attend an e3 at this point for what it's worth uh thanks for the question tech tally 311 wrote in and said would you rather root for bret hart or the calgary flames uh calgary flames no question i fuck i hate bret hart I, I, I like the Flames. Like, I'm not a Flames fan. I'm a Montreal Canadiens fan. But I grew up in Calgary as a kid. I like the Montreal, or I, I like the Calgary Flames a lot. And I don't give a fuck what anyone says. They got robbed in 2004, and I'll die on that fucking hill. And if anyone, I get asked every time Bret Hart comes up, somebody says, why do you hate Bret Hart? Uh, I think he's a great wrestler. I just think he's a baby. Just long and short, in case you're wondering why I don't like Bret Hart. Uh, Joe Buck wrote in and said, I am super pissed off about Hot Shots Golf. I had all the DLC and whatnot from Out of Bounds on my PS3. I created a new PSN for my PS4 years ago, and even now, I can't play the Hot Shots I know and love. There goes upgrading my PSBS subscription to play the Glory Days. But Joe, so like, I don't know if I understand your message. So are you mad that Hot Shots Golf is not on PlayStation now? Because I thought it was. Or are you mad that you can't access all your DLC? Because the thing is, is like, first of all, you said you created a new PSN, for your PS4. So how are they supposed to know that you bought it on the PS3? And sec so like I, if that if I'm reading that right, I'm like, well they don't they can't read your goddamn mind. You're just you're that you sound like the type of person who's like I'm mad and I'm like why are you mad? And you're like, well if you don't know, I'm not going to tell you. That maybe I read it wrong. But the other thing, I will say uh assuming you are using the same PSN that you used on the PS3 on your PS4 on your PS5 whatever, it would be really cool if they included all the DLC, but I can't even imagine the logistical nightmare that would be with hundreds and hundreds of games on there and some have DLC and some don't, trying to figure out who paid for it, who didn't, and putting it all in there and everything. I will say it would be a really fucking rad thing of PlayStation to do, but I don't, I can't, I'm not going to fault them for not doing it because I do think Sony mails it in a lot when it comes to retro gaming and they half-ass it. Uh, Exhibit A is the goddamn PlayStation Classic. But I, I'll give them a pass on making all the DLC available. That's tough. And I don't know. Like, does Xbox... If you are still using your same Xbox ID you had for, like, your original Xbox or your Xbox 360, 
and you download a old Xbox game off Game Pass that you had the DLC for, does it give you access to the DLC? I don't know. Because, I, I mean, whether you like Xbox or hate Xbox, I think that they are by far doing the best job of the big three when it comes to embracing their back catalog. They have the smallest back catalog to embrace, but I think they're doing the best job of it. And I don't even know if they offer that. That'd be tough. It'd be fucking sick if they did. I don't know. Uh, I don't I don't buy a lot of DLC because I'm a cheap piece of shit. Once I beat games, I usually move on. But sorry to hear about that, Joe. You might just have to dig out your fucking PS3. Shout out to Hot Shots Golf, though. God, I love Hot Shots Golf. Uh, Tristan Teen the Great wrote in, Oh, and Joe, congratulations on beating Days Gone, buddy. Fuck yeah. That's a, it took you, (laughs) you finally got there. Congratulations, man. Tristan Teen the Great wrote in and said, Howdy, Adam. I won't hear you respond to this because I'm not even close to caught up to the podcast, but I wanted to know as a former and recovering collector, how do you feel about reproduction cards? At the arcade I went to for my birthday where I got my ass handed to me in Turtles in Time, I bought a copy of Pokemon Emerald for 30 bucks. It was a repro cart, meaning it was fan made, but its functionality is the same, only having some physical differences. Official Nintendo copies of Emerald are only available through scalpers at prices over a hundred bucks so i thought it was a steal though i'm not sure how to feel because it isn't technically real uh i have no beef with repro carts by and large i mean I've, I've made my opinion on roms and stuff known i have no problem with roms and everything as a whole but for the most part if a game company will give me an option to buy their game be it off you know the eShop or the psn or xbox marketplace or fucking whatever uh if you're giving me a chance to buy an old game i will buy it from you before i download a rom and i know that repro carts are just roms in reproduction cartridges and if you don't know like a lot of you have probably seen them you can go to like a flea market or something and if you see a copy of like chrono trigger for fucking forty dollars uh <laughs> either that person has no idea what they're doing or the far more likely solution is that it's a reproduction cart um the thing is, is like, let's just say, let's just say Chrono Trigger was available on the Nintendo Switch right now. You could buy it off the eShop for 20 bucks. It's not, but let's just say it was. Or you could go buy a reproduction card for 40 bucks, or you could buy an actual card for like 200 or whatever the fuck it's going for right now. If you're looking like to me, anyone that's in the market for a cart is going to buy one anyways. It doesn't matter if you're going to buy it on the eShop. You're looking for a cartridge. And if you're looking for a cartridge, I don't have a problem with that. It's not like Nintendo or Square or anybody gets any of the money from that $200 cartridge the guy at the flea market is selling. I don't really have a beef with reproduction cards. The only problem I have with repro cards is if you don't label them as repro cards. Because some people do try to rip people off and make them think they're getting a steal. As long as it's on the up and up and you're letting everyone know in advance, like if you're the seller and you're letting the buyer know, hey, this is fake. This is not real. This is a reproduction. I don't really have a problem with it. And as a collector, I know some purists and some collectors wouldn't want to buy a reproduction cart. There was a time where I would have felt like that. Now I think I'd be okay with it. Um, because I would rather pay $40 than fucking 200 So I, I don't have a problem with them myself. As long as they're labeled and made it obvious to people. That's all. Uh, thanks for writing in, Tristan Teen. And before we move on, of course, it's letter time. It's letter time. Dr. Wario. Wrote in and said, hello there, Adam. I wanted to write in and thank you. I received a kidney transplant on June 9th. Leading up to this, I found your podcast during uh, dialysis. I hope I said that right. And man, it got me through the toughest time of my life. I started at the end of May and I'm now caught up listening to every Remember the Game expansion pass and game patch. So thanks for the great content. And if you could shout out my wife, Nicole, she donated the kidney. Well, Jesus, fuck. I mean, I don't have much to add to this. Normally, when I pick the letter time letter, I try to pick something that, like, I could actually share a little bit of insight. You know, like a half, um, 
a half intelligent fucking comment back to you and everything. I don't have much to add to this other than I'm really happy that you're doing well, Dr. Wario, that you got the kidney transplant, that everything went through. I can't thank you enough for listening to me. And like the biggest remember the game stamp of approval, fucking kaboom, shout out to Nicole for donating a kidney. That is boss as fuck. And you would better be nice to her for the rest of your life. Dr. Wario, literally. And I, I assume you will, because if you don't, I, I think I might be wrong, but I think how it works is if you donate a kidney to somebody at any point, you can just cause it to self-destruct. I think, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's how it works. So you better watch your ass and be nice or else. But congrats, dude. I'm glad you're feeling better. Or I assume you're feeling better. Thank you so much for listening and sharing your story. Let me be a part of it. And Nicole, Fuck yeah, you're a beast. You're a hero. So thank you all so much. Thanks to everybody that wrote into Blowing in the Cartridge this week. Let's switch things up and let's get into our Smash Hits segment, the official game show of Remember the Game Industries. Play one, remake one, erase one. And a huge thank you to Classic Concentration from the NES for unknowingly providing us with the theme music for the show. The rules are simple. Every week, I give our patrons three retro video games. They can play one as it was released, remake one as a modern game, and the third game is erased from time forever. And as always, there are no wrong answers, but there is a right one. We'll get there in just a minute. And we're talking NES sports games this week with Tecmo Bowl, so I wanted three more NES sports games. But it's so subjective and difficult trying to pick like the best three like baseball load you go with baseball stars do you go with rbi baseball hockey do you go with blades of steel do you go with ice hockey so i finally just picked three games that review really really well everywhere you look tecmo super bowl mike tyson's punch out and baseball stars 38 percent of you said you'd play punch out remake tecmo and erase baseball stars and i will say i think baseball stars is in tough because Madden is a tire fire these days, so people love Tecmo, and everybody misses Punch-Out!, but MLB The Show is just carrying the baseball torch. So as fun as retro baseball games are, like they're not really necessary because we've got maybe the best sports game in on the market right now is a baseball game. So I understand why baseball stars is in tough. Uh, let me see what a few of you had to say here, and then I'll tell you what the right answer was. Too old for hard mode wrote in and said, I'm not even sure I agree with my own reasoning, but here we go. I'll play baseball stars solely because I've never played it before. I don't even like baseball, so everything in me wants to erase it, but I won't. I'll remake Punch-Out with a few caveats. You gotta get Mike Tyson's lunch or likeness again. Maybe a host of boxing's greatest so we can fight those dream matches, and it has to be cross-platform with DLC for PSVR. I want the satisfaction of throwing a punch that connects with Bald Bull or Soda Popinski, if you prefer, which I fucking do, which which means a race tech mobile. Everyone I knew played this game when I was a kid and they loved it. We rented it. And I quickly realized I had two choices. Make sure I have Bo Jackson or throw nothing but interceptions. I'm fairly confident. I literally never completed a pass in that game, but I did play John Elway quarterback challenge, which no one seemed to even play. And I loved it because I could consistently pass. Well, I, I respect your logic. I can't imagine Mike Tyson's punch out being remade and fucking cross platform and added to PlayStation VR. But I, I have nothing but admiration for the boldness of that fucking take too old i love it uh Belius the devil wrote in and said play punch out because it's perfect leave it alone remake tecmo bowl because someone needs to stop the monopoly of madden for fuck's sakes and erase baseball stars because i've never seen this game and in my opinion snk really only does fighting an action game well games well i.e samurai showdown and metal slug i will say i've started playing metal slug 3 and for all of you that have been on me to fucking play metal slug <laughs> i get it now holy fuck um but I still, I don't know if I can, I don't know. I can't get on board for racing it for that. I'm not going to put you on probation. 
but I can't put you on board. I can't get on board with erasing it for that. Skip Butter wrote in and said, play Tecmo Bowl because every time I hear that game mentioned, it brings me back to playing tourneys in high school in a buddy's basement with dozens of guys all hanging out playing on four systems. Uh, <laughs> I know it sounds lame, but it sounds fucking sick as awesome. Like, sick as balls as well. I think that sounds like so much fun. Remake Punch-Out because this game was an absolute classic and I haven't played much in the way of boxing games of late. With a fresh coat of paint on this classic with a Switch remake, it'd be dope as hell. Erase whatever the fuck the baseball game is because I've literally never heard of it. I've gone 34 years without it, so I could probably go the rest of my life without it. RBI and the show are good enough baseball games to replace whatever the fuck this thing is see rbi like i'm not rbi so much mlb the show is gonna fuck baseball stars here silver grunion wrote in and went play punch out because it is literally the perfect game remake baseball all-stars because the more modern ga baseball games the better and erase tecmo bowl because football is fake and it sucks and then tecmo world wrestling would have been the flagship tecmo game and got a much needed sequels a fucking heel turn by silver grunion football is fake and sucks that is a hot <laughs> If I had your contact info, Grunion, I might dox you just to see the reactions from everybody. I don't dox people. And I don't know Grunion's contact information, so I don't ask. Football is fake. Wow. I love it. I I can hear the booze, the heat. I love it. And Lauren Laruzic. I hope I said that right, Lauren. I don't think I did. Lauren Laruzic. Ronan said, Mr. Blank, I leave punch out as it is. There's already the Wii version. It'd be great to have a modern side school and football game. So let's remake Tecmo Bowl and race baseball stars because Dusty Diamond's all-star softball exists and would fill the bowl or fill the void. You're on goddamn secret probation, Lauren. Fucking Dusty Diamond's all-star softball will replace a very like well-regarded baseball game. God damn it. I thought we were going to get through this one without any secret probation, but you fucked that up, Lauren. Uh, I'm going with the runner-up. 34% of you this week voted the way I did, as did Mojo the Helper Monkey, who said, not that hard a choice this time around. Play Tecmo Bowl. Lots of memories playing this as a kid. Erase Baseball Stars. I never heard of this game. and won't need to play it since I have RBI Baseball. There it is. And remake Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. I wasn't too sure how to remake it since it's just about perfect as it is, so I'll change the character from Little Mac to Angry Adam. Also give the character a lazy eye. Motherfuck. You can't even see his eye because he's looking at the fucking boxers, Mojo. But I agree with your order. I myself would play Tecmo Super Bowl because I have to. After loving Tecmo Bowl as much as I do, I have no choice but to play Tecmo Super Bowl. I'm going to remake Punch-Out because I missed that franchise and I fucking want it back. And I'm going to erase Baseball Stars because as much as I love retro sports games, MLB The Show is better. It can't be touched. And we don't need a new baseball game. We have MLB The Show. We're fine. I feel so bad for baseball stars. Maybe I should have put ice hockey or something in there instead. Anyways, thanks to everyone that wrote in and played Play One, Remake One, or Race One this week. What have I been playing over the last seven days? And then we'll get into talking some Tecmo Bowl. Uh, I've been playing Pokemon Gold. As many of you know, I've been talking about it for weeks. I'm so close. I have one badge in the second half of the game left. I should be done it. There's a chance that'll be next week's episode of Remember the Game if I can get the recording set up over the next few days. I had a lot of comedy bookings this week, so I'm not sure if that's going to work. But that episode is coming sooner than later, Pokemon Gold. I'm also still playing WWE 2K22. I'll probably drop an expansion pass review of that sooner than later. That game's pretty dope. Uh, I've been playing Mario Strikers on my Switch. It's very good, just very bare bones. You'll get a review of that probably sometime in July as well. And obviously, I've been playing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge pretty obsessively over the last five or six days. And you'll be getting a review of that tomorrow if you're one of our Patreons over on Expansion Pass. Let's talk Tecmo Bowl. That's why you're here this week, right? You're here to hear Tecmo Bowl talk. I like to give a few of you a chance to sound off on the game my guests and I are going to hog the spotlight about before we start hogging said spotlight. Stupid Monkey wrote in and said, every time I see Tecmo Bowl, I read it as Taco Bowl, and now I want tacos. And I read that comment because I love Stupid Monkey, but I legitimately confident that might be the extent of his 
football knowledge. And everybody loves tacos. So fair enough. Uh, Yankee Doodle Randy wrote in and said, Disco, Dan, Marino, and the three pass play Dolphins are my main team. The computer gets pretty difficult toward the last few games, and I found it nearly impossible to run the ball. Well, of course it would be hard by the end of the game because Dan Marino can't get it done. Uh, I like Dan Marino. Nobody, I don't need any fucking heat from the Dolphins fans. I like Dan Marino, but yeah, he can't. Anyway, uh, Mike Peace wrote in and said, my biggest memory is the no bowl rule. And we got a few comments like that. If you don't know, Brad and I are going to explain it, but Bo Jackson is a game breaking motherfucker. So no bowl is normal. Uh, Mitchell Millich, Millet, Milo, Milochski, Milochski, Milochski. I don't know how to fucking say that. Milochski. Milos wrote in and said, when this game came out, it was by far the most fun football game ever. Tecmo Super Bowl blew it away, though. Similar gameplay except twice as many plays to choose from. And an NES game that tracked tons of stats for a whole season. Always was a good chance my whole season would get deleted, though. This game didn't have all that, but it was still a blast trying to beat all the teams. The last few games can be very, very challenging. Yeah, especially if you play as the Dolphins. No, uh, God, I got to play Tecmo Super Bowl. Fuck me, I got to play that game. And Robert wrote in and said, no, I am sorry, Blanco. This is not the best retro sports game the best one is gold medal challenge for the nes get the fuck out of my house robert double secret probation i don't even know what gold medal challenge is but double secret probation god damn it and the best retro sports game is probably i mean this one is up there but it's either off the top of my head assuming we're not talking pro wrestling it's either mike tyson's punch out or NHL 94. I'll go with those as my best retro sports games ever. Anyways, that's not what we're talking about this week. We're talking Tecmo Bowl. My buddy Brad and I. I'm going to queue up some Tecmo music. And when it stops, Brad and I are going to take you back to February 1st, 1989. Fuck, we're old. And talk a little bit of Tecmo Bowl for the NES. Enjoy the podcast, everybody. Let's go. Okay, so uh, joining me via the blank phone this week to talk fucking Tecmo Bowl, which I'm really excited about, uh, is my pal Brad, who you may remember as the guy that I got into the shouting match about uh, with who was on the cover of Contra a few months back. Uh, and that, which has become like a, it's become a pretty famous moment and remember the game history. Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. But like, you're still, uh, oh, we're not going to do it again. Uh, Brad, how's it, how, how are you, buddy? <laughs> Well, if you want to say whatever you're going to say, I don't know how I am. Oh, but, I was just going to say that you're you're a goddamn nerd. That's all. I'm not rehashing. Oh, oh yeah, argument. I'm a nerd. We've we won't go it. into the conversation we just had. For no, we, yeah, minutes. we just talked because, pro wrestling yeah, for 45 we'll minutes out. like a couple of fucking nerds. Um, yeah. Anyways, so, so this week we're talking Tech Mobile, and I just want to – I do get a lot – like we're over 200 episodes now, and the only sports games we've really talked are Mario sports games – uh, wrestling games and hockey games. And I do get a lot of questions from listeners being like, why don't you cover football, basketball, or baseball games? So I just want to set the stage for everybody. I grew up in a hockey household. You all know I'm a Canadian. And my I didn't watch any other sports as a kid other than professional wrestling and hockey. So those were the only games that I really played. And then as I got older, I slowly got into baseball. I didn't really get into football until... I'll be honest with everybody. And if you're not a football fan, I promise this whole episode is not going to be about the NFL or anything. Um, it was the Tim Tebow year. It was the year where Tim Tebow became this fucking phenomenon for the Denver Broncos. And he couldn't throw a pass to save his life 
but got the Broncos into the playoffs and then they beat the Pittsburgh Steelers. And it was awesome. And that was the year that I started to get into football. And then that year I bought a Madden game because I didn't really understand the rules of football. So I bought Madden and kind of taught myself how football works by playing Madden. And then I was like, this is actually kind of fun. And this was back when Madden was good. This was like Madden 11 or 12 or something. Yeah. Um, And it was really fun. And so since then, I've started to go back and play a couple of old games. So for all of you that are wondering, when are we going to cover baseball and basketball games? Uh, I promise you there are some coming. I'm just, I, I don't know these games very well. So I'm slowly opening my horizons and learning more of them. But I've been getting into well, football games. And so I've been playing Tecmo Bowl on my, uh, on my Switch, on the NES Online. And uh, <laughs> Brad, I got to tell you, buddy, you and I have covered some shitty retro sports games with stuff like yes, Skate sir. or Die and some of oh, the God. you know some of the old wrestling games and shit like that. Shaq Fu. Shaq Fu, which I don't even consider a sports game. I just consider it no, a goddamn well, travesty. But yes. but you know, you know, like you know what I'm saying. Um yeah. but for all the bad retro sports games, a good ret- and I say this sincerely, a good retro sports game is legitimately timeless. It will be playable forever. NHL 94 will never not be playable. Yeah. Ice hockey will never not be playable. Yeah. Tech or Ken Griffey Jr.'s Major League Baseball, never not be playable. It's Tech Mobile will never not be playable. This game is so perfect. It's so basic and so simple and and just it is just addictive as fuck. And it's just I'm gonna I'm gonna shut up because I've been rambling for about three minutes now. Uh because I want to know where you because I'm assuming you played this far before I did in the last couple of years. Tech Mobile is Fucking awesome. I love this yeah, game. Uh, uh, yeah, I did wholeheartedly agree with you. Um, I kind of grew up in a opposite in, in the sense of sports games for you. Yes, I was always about NHL and stuff, but I am a diehard Chicago Bulls fan, so I played a lot of basketball games, NBA Live on the Genesis. Uh, actually, a really good game, Tecmo Basketball on the Super NES, was so good. Um, is it? I'll ask you I, though, because like the one I get asked for all the time is NBA Jam. Is it better than NBA Jam? Tecmo? Yeah, because uh, that's the it, one that I get very, the most requests it's, for. It's very close. It, it, you would like it. You would really enjoy it if okay. you got into it. You, you'd really like that game. Um, that's another perfect example. I'll, I'll never forget when that was at the Ready Mart in Millwoods. Shout out Millwoods, uh, Ready Mart. Uh, when it, it, it's one of those things I grew up with. Basketball, baseball. And definitely, I played a lot of hardball on the Genesis. What a game that was. Like, there's there's so many different games and genres that I, I loved playing in the 90s, especially in sports. So, yeah. to counteract you, yes, I played a lot of Tecmo in my day. And uh, it is a phenomenal game. And I'm happy that you kind of got into it. But again, this when you hear the name Tecmo, you and I talked about a great fucking game, Tecmo Wrestling. These guys knew exactly how to make games on this system. Tecmo knew what like, was up. Yeah, Tecmo knew like, what was oh up. Oh, yeah. It, it, was, it was clean. It was concise. You knew you knew the – it gave you instruction on how to play, and it worked. Yeah. In almost flawlessly, yeah. these games hold up to today. Dude, you know what my favorite – my favorite so thing – my favorite thing about retro sports games are the ones that are so hot that, like, there's still a tournament scene available. Like – like NHL yeah. 94, the, like they still have leagues and tournaments and people mod it and fucking put modern players and shit in. And I know that Tecmo, I don't, I, I will throw this out there before anybody brings it up. Uh, just first, I've never 
play Tecmo Super Bowl. And I'm fully aware that it's a better version of Tecmo Bowl, but you got to understand I'm I'm new. I'm just slowly cutting my teeth into all these things. Yeah. And so I started with Tecmo Bowl. And, and uh, But I know that like the, the tournament scene for these is still alive and well, and people are still modding them and putting modded players and stuff like that in. And I just... When was the last... Like, when was the last Madden game that you oh, were just like, oh my God, I could play this game for fucking... Like 30 years from now, is anyone going to be playing Madden 22? Do you know what I mean? Ooh, no, no. Right? No, Whereas no, like no. Tecmo Bowl is over 30 years old and people are still fucking you, playing it. You really want to bring up Madden to me? You want to bring up that company? I know um, you love Madden. It's, it's okay. Hey, you know I love EA. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you are greasy, so... It's, it's one of those things where they... It's it was such a good game. I'm I'm gonna say at least ten years ago, where they finally hit it, in the sense of just different are, modes. Are you talking Madden? Play itself. Yeah, Madden yeah. itself. It they, there was a point where they hit it, and then they just, as usual, they fuck with it, and and there's no reason to fuck with the gameplay. It's kind of like I'll be honest with you, the the latest NHL game, which I am always biased to buy every year, is plays so well online. It's phenomenal. Yeah, it's a very good game, and they bravo to them. They they've cracked the code in that. Does it need help in certain modes? Of course, sure. But if but the key is the game, like the gameplay, and they're getting it again. And yeah. from what I gather about the new Madden, they've got some new modes that they're excited about. It looks good. Sport, um, but... Like you and I have had this discussion before. Sports games, I think. Should when you're when you're going to the two years, yeah. When you well, when you're going to like the. Like, like when you look at sports games as a whole, there's the simulation sports games, and then there's the more arcadey sports games. And when they're arcadey, you can pretty well do whatever the fuck you want. Like, you can fuck around yeah. and have some fun. And the simulation ones, like, at, like I, I, I enjoy playing Madden once in a while. I think everybody knows I'm a big MLB The Show fan. I like the NHL games fine. Like, but, but. You can only get so simulation based golf. I love simulation golf games. Before you start to like, I'm trying to figure out how I want to say it. It's almost like you have to shave off some fun points to focus so much on the simulation. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like, it can be very yeah, difficult yeah, yeah. to really walk that simulation realism line without losing some of the fun sometimes. Whereas, like, when it's an arcade game, you can pretty well do whatever you want. And I know that comparing Madden 22 to fucking Tecmo Bowl from the late 80s is apples and expired rotten oranges. Like, I get that it's as far apart as they can possibly be. All I'm saying is just when you go to the less is more simple, let's just make a game that anyone... Dude, I, knowing very little about football, could pick up Tecmo Bowl and I learned how to play it in about three minutes. And I was yes. like, and just just like ice hockey, just like Blades of Steel, just like, it's just, there's something about that less is more mentality where anyone can just pick this game up and play it that is just so special when it's done well, when it's done poorly, looking at you, fucking WWF WrestleMania, it's awful. Ooh. But when it's done yes. well, it's, it's Which... magical. It's secret sauce. <laughs> it never gets bad. Tecmo Bowl yeah. will never expire. It'll be as playable yeah. in 40 years as it is yeah. right now. You picked the perfect game. How are the how is that game made on the same system? As like, WWF WrestleMania? WrestleMania oh, and Tecmo Bowl. Oh, God. Like, like when you when you when you really think about it, 
it's it's mind-boggling that that is even a thing yeah no when you look at the game itself it, again you have you don't have a lot in there as well but it plays so well and it's basic plays it gives you certain options and then it's just go yeah it's the and same as it. like it, like ice hockey doesn't even have like official teams or play like yeah i mean yeah, may, yeah. maybe blades of steel is a better comparison because blades of steel at least has like they don't have NHL teams, but they have NHL cities. You know what I mean? Like, and they, and they don't yeah. have the actual players or anything like that. Whereas like Tecmo bowl, uh, and I'm pointing this out right now, please nobody yell at me if I get anything wrong. Cause I don't, I'm, I'm new to this ecosystem. I'm trying to expand my horizons, but I know they didn't have a deal with the NFL PA. They, they didn't have yes. like all the players or no, no, they, they have the NFL players. They didn't have a deal with the NFL. So Tecmo Bowl doesn't have the team like logos or anything in it. Like you can right. just you can just pick like Denver or San Francisco. It's not the Broncos or the 49ers, it's Denver and San Francisco. But it does have yes. the actual players like numbers in the game. I think their names show up at some points, but it definitely has their numbers and it has their stats. Like we all know we're going to get into Bo Jackson cuz it's fucking Bo Jackson. Uh like that kind of stuff. And it doesn't have a lot of meat on the bone as far as the single player. You basically, I, although I will say it has more than like blades of steel or ice hockey. You can play through like yeah. a 13 week season or whatever. It's basically just a ladder where you have to play every other team in the league and beat them one after another, after another, but it has like passwords cause it doesn't have a save system so that you can go in and play week after week after week. It doesn't keep track of your stats, which I believe Tecmo Super Bowl does, but that's yes, the cool thing about some of these old games is like, I remember playing like NHL 96 and being like, holy fuck, I can make trades and sign free agents and stuff like that. But it's sometimes it's like, I don't even care about any of that. I just want to play a game of football. I just need, I have 15 minutes to kill and I just want to play a fun game of football and work on my season and I'll save my password and then I'll go and try to beat the next team. And that's all you need. Like it had just enough to get over the hump where you're like, they didn't mail anything in. It's got some actual players and some likenesses and stuff like that in it. And it's just at the end of the day, it comes down to that fucking gameplay. If you have a really yeah. good, if you have a really good cut of steak of meat, the seasoning is almost irrelevant. It's nice to put a great marinade and shit like that on it and serve it with mushrooms and potatoes and stuff. But like, if it's a really good piece of steak, like, like piece of meat, just put some salt and pepper on it, fry it up. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't need all no. the other dressing. Do you know what I mean? And, yeah, and that's yeah. what Tecmo Bowl is. It's just a great cut of beef. It's just so, when you just boil it down, like I picked to play as Denver because I'm a Denver Broncos fan, but I don't even care what team I'm playing as. I, it's just fun, basic football. We're going to get into all the gameplay and shit, but like, it's just less is more with something like this. It's just so goddamn fun to play. Yeah, um, and and it's a fantastic two-player game. Oh, the best ever made. Oh, It's a, it's, it's a beautiful two-player game. Um, I, you know, I read that the, uh, the arcade version was like four player and it's a massive box. I saw a photo of it. I'm like, God, if I had the money, I yeah. just would own it. Yeah. I've it never just, played the just, arcade version, but it looks fucking me sick. either, but that's the, but it looks like ridiculous. You mentioned the two player thing though. And it's like that one player mode, like the single player mode is like, it's, it's, you know, fun enough because you can do the well, like ladder said, thing yeah, you, it's a pick up and play. Sure. You want to have a quick game, go ahead. But if you invite four friends over oh. back in 1988 oh. and you're sitting there and you're like, Kate, what team are you? You're playing till five in the morning. I can't even morning. imagine how much. I yeah. guarantee you people listening to this did tournaments and leagues with their yeah. friends. And like, 
I wish that I'd paper, been in on this. Because... You're keeping stats. Yeah. You're, 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 oh. yeah, yeah, you're, God, yeah, it would have been so much fun. Yeah. You, yeah. It's, it's the same. It's the same feeling. Like I mentioned when we did the NHL one where we, I remember getting the four way play for the Genesis and we set it up and we played for hours. Yeah. Hours. And every weekend it was like, what are we doing? Oh, I know what we're doing. We're going to a buddy's house. We're putting four way play in and that's it. And yeah. we're playing hockey. Oh. It's, that was the life. And no, it's, it, it's a really, really just, it's so well built. It's so Again, well it's built. Tecmo, it's, it's like, it's Tecmo wrestling. It's yeah. the same thing. And yeah. it's like, it, it, they just knew what they were doing yeah. and they just had the formula and they said, Oh, we can do football. Let's do football. Yeah. And they just said, okay, it's easy. Do this. And the thing is, is like, like, cause we'll get into the actual gameplay and stuff. Like you're not going to like, I, I, I already said it. I, I, I bought Madden to learn the rules to football. And I know not everyone that listens to this podcast is a huge sports fan. And most of you, maybe some of you skip this episode because it's a football game. But like, if you don't know the rules to football, and then you try to watch it. It's it's a lot. Like it's sometimes the clock it's stops. Sometimes it doesn't. Like what happened? Like what's a safety? Like you know what I mean? Like what's a fair catch? Like some of these things. Like now the review of every fucking tackle to be like, or every fumble to be like, oh, his his knee touched the ground a half a second before the ball came. Like there's a lot of moving parts to it. And I actually thought Madden was a great way to learn. The big thing that confused me about football when I was trying to learn how it how it works was why the clock stops sometimes, but not all the time. And right, right. I had to learn about, you know, incomplete passes running out of bounds, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. that kind of stuff. So you're not going to learn all the rules by playing Tecmo bowl, but at the same time, like this game is so beloved by football fans, despite the fact that it's not a one for one translation of no. the official rules of football. And I think what they did was they trimmed the fat and cut it down to make it playable, accessible, and basic without dumbing it down too much to yeah. take out everything. Do you it's like, it's not an arcade game. It's not an arcade mode game. It still has the fundamentals of football, Yeah, but makes it, it gets it to a point where it's so fun. And it's like, for me being the total opposite again of you, and this is not a shot at you in no, any no, way, but no, I, shot I've, I've been in, I've been a Niners fan since 93, 94. Yeah. Um, and like, I've, I've loved football. Like, again, would I say in 93, 94, I exactly knew what was going on. No, of course sure. not. I was, sure. I was 12, 13 years old, but I understood the basics of it. And like, <laughs> it's funny you mentioned things like that. Cause we had a bunch of Americans helping out with my company and, they, we were talking about the CFL. Like, imagine not knowing the league, and then you give up. You miss a field goal, but you kicked it through the end zone, and you get one point for failure. Yeah, yeah. So that just tells you, like, like for football fans that don't know, there's so many different rules. So, yes. Yeah. It's I don't... a great starting point for a person who, like, literally wants to learn about football or just – like not even learn, but just have fun. Yeah, with the I. Game. To this me, is it's a perfect game. To me, it's a great game for somebody that doesn't know anything about football but wants to play a football video game. Yes. Like you don't yeah. need to know all the rules. You don't no. have to worry about fucking onside kicks and clock management and all that. Each quarter is a minute and a half long, which is perfect. You can play through a game in about ten minutes. It's awesome. Every team has four plays. That dude. That is. I know it's a little basic compared to like modern football games or even I think Tecmo Super Bowl. I think you have like eight plays each or something like that. But um, yeah. I like the four plays. Most teams have two passing plays and two rushing plays. 
Um, yep. And then a couple of teams have three and one. But, like, I was sitting here playing it, and I was like, this is so perfect for someone like me that knows football but isn't super – like, I'm not – like, I don't know all the fucking intricacies and strategies or everything in football. Like, I'm just like, oh, it's it's first and ten? I'm going to – it's like I'll try running the ball this time. And then say – I, I don't, I get, I, I lose two yards. I'm like, okay, it's second and 12. I'd better pass. Cause I need to make up some ground here. And it's like, but they make it super easy. Pick one of the two plays and move on. And even when you're playing it two player, I love, like, if you've never played this game, the four plays come up on the screen and they show like up in a left and a down and a right and a like push the put whatever one you want to push to like pick which of the four plays you want to run. And if you're playing it two player, your opponent can see the plays right there on the screen, but they can't tell which of the four you picked as long as you hide your controller, which you have to fucking do because that was the original yeah. screen watching was to look yeah. at the controller. Um yeah. and then when you're on defense, it's the same thing. You've got to pick one of the four uh defensive formations that you want to play. Do you want to go after the rush or do you want to go after the either, pass? Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's a, you're covering the rush or the pass. That's it. It's yeah, basic, that's it. Simple, and if you get it right, easy. if you get it right, usually uh, you you you'll get you know they will they'll, you'll get them pretty quick. They won't gain a lot of yard. You get it wrong, and you can get completely fucked. And it's just, but it's just, it never. I never, me, dude. I get so, like anyone listening to this that plays football games has rage quit a game of Madden. Everybody, oh, yeah. you've either gotten oh, yeah. picked off at the wrong time or fumble at the wrong time or something. And, and- and the, to to go to your point too, is in those games, that's been the problem with those games. Is there's so many bugs where you might have like that. The rage quitting usually came because there was just something so dumb that happened yeah. in the game. Yeah, it, it wasn't always perfect, and we know that. But I remember well, many a story of rage quitting from Madden. And to give you an example, in those games in the '90s before even with Tecmo Bowl and after Tecmo Bowl, like the scary, like the crazy thing in Tecmo Bowl is there is a running game. Now in the first like five incarnations of Madden, there was no running game. You literally would hit an offensive lineman, but two linemen touching each other. They would, it was like a force field. It would yeah. just knock you down. Yeah. It would just grab you and knock you down. So there was no, you could be Barry Sanders, Bo Jackson. You could be anybody. But literally in the first games of Madden, the running game did not exist, which was so frustrating. And it took them years to develop it. But you throw in Tecmo and you hit run and they're covering the pass. You could pull, you could run for six, you could run the whole field. Dude, and it's you so can make a move. Both, exhilarating. Both plays. It's exhila- it, it, you are sweating. Yeah. You are getting into oh. the game because you're hitting up down. To just avoid guys and go up the field. Yeah. It both, is it both, is phenomenal. Both styles when of you play score a big field. Uh both styles of play to me, like either a passing play or a rushing play, are equally as satisfying. And I guess yes. for like those of you listening that know nothing about football, I think most of people know the difference. If you don't know, you know, once they hike the ball, the quarterback has the ball. If you're rushing it, usually you'll just hand it off to a running back, a guy standing behind you. He'll just take the ball from you and then try to run it up the field. And if you're passing it, obviously you're, you're throwing the ball to somebody further down the field. But like in this game, they make it like they're equally as fun because if you hand the ball, if you rush it, you hand the ball off to your running and then you just have free reign. You're controlling. I mean, I, the coach mode we'll get into a little bit later. I, I don't, I don't know the coach mode as well, but but like you control your running back and all you're trying to do is avoid the opposing players as far as you can. And it's, it handles so responsibly and perfectly. And it's, there's no cutting knife edges or spinning or anything like that. It's just up, down, left, right, 
try to get as far as you can without getting t- brought down. And, when you pass when the you ball, break one. Yeah, oh, you can. When, oh, when you break it. Well, break into it. Oh, yeah. It turns you on a little bit. It's a satisfying fucking thing. And then when you want to pass the ball, I love how simple passing the ball is. You hike the ball, and then you can push. I can't remember which button is which, but, like, you can you can push like A to rotate the arrow before you know among all of your eligible receivers. Yeah, to pick, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. when you see one you want to throw the ball to, you just you don't have to worry about the strength or anything. You just push B. Apparently, you can have incomplete passes in this, but I've never seen one. I've yeah, never had can. one. Every pass it's, it's, has either been caught or intercepted. Every pass. Yeah, that's true. In the in the uh, in the uh, Techno Super Bowl, there was more drop passes for okay. sure. They cleaned yeah. it up, which is which is again phenomenal. Sure. It, 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 the the, the but, additions in the second version, but the first version still. But that's the point, though. Too is that even though you, you've hit the pass play, and it's usually caught or intercepted, it still ran well. Like it was yeah. just like it's because very you satisfying. sat there and you go. Yeah, you sat there and you said, okay, if I'm playing my brother or whatever, uh, or as a kid, I'd get really angry. But thinking about it now, it's like, fuck, he did choose pass and I chose pass. So it does make sense yeah. that he picked it off. It is okay. Or I beat him to the punch and I did make the catch. Yeah. He did tackle me. It, it just, it again tight gameplay. Yeah, it's really super well simple. Done. Like you don't have to yeah. know, you don't have to know dick all about football to be able nope. to pick this game up and play it. Uh, yeah. I, I like, like, there's a lot of little things and we're not even going to get into necessarily what they are because I think most people listening probably know what they are. And if you're not, if you don't know what they are, you probably don't care enough about football to care what they are. But like, there's no fair catch in this game. There's no onside kicks in this game. I don't know if there's safeties. If there is, I never got one. I don't know if there is safeties or not, but like at the same time, like all of that stuff is missing, but it also doesn't feel like it takes away from the game. It's just no, it's just four downs. You got to get your 10 yards quick and painless. Uh, the only yeah. thing that I thought was maybe a little bit too simplified was the the kicking, like field goals and the extra point and stuff. Because all they do is hike the ball, and then you've just got that power meter that keeps filling up at the top. And all you do is push A when it's at the right spot. And I don't know what else I would have done to make it more complicated, but like it's almost it's almost boring how easy it is. Did, did, did the original one have the arrow that goes up and down uh, on the field for like for when you're kicking the ball? Yeah, when no, you're kicking like a field no, goal. it just goes see, it just goes see. straight ahead, and all you do is pick power. That's it. Yeah. See the see the interesting thing is again. I know we're not talking about it, but in Tecmo Super Bowl, so now when you when you hike the ball, before you hike the ball, there's an arrow on the field that goes up and down. Oh, so okay. you have to center that with that's power. Better. See, that's better. That's so, all yeah, you need. That, the, and yeah. they, but again, that's the advanced version, which is fine. Yeah, but absolutely. Yeah, it, yeah. the basics of it, they went really, really basic because I think they wanted you to score. Yeah, which is which the is point. fun. And it's like a, a yes. fucking three nothing game of football. Like whether you're watching it or playing it, it's fucking hard. sucks. Like I I well, want I want my game to be fucking like thirty one twenty seven or something. You know, yeah, like fifty six fifty five. Yeah, shit? yeah, want. exactly. Go and, big. and this game, the key thing about this game too, is that yes, it could be high scoring. Yes, it's very simple, but it's still really fucking 
fun. Yeah, and like I have That's read the key. It's not boring. No, it's never boring. Even on defense. Like I hate playing no, defense. No, it's fun. I hate playing defense in most games. But defense in this is super fun because you pick whichever play you want to run and then before they snap the ball, you can pick amongst a few defenders like whichever one you're going to control and then it just becomes a mad scramble to chase down the guy with the ball. And it's it's just yeah. fun. And like dude, when someone gets past your defense and they're gone, but then you've got one of your fucking safeties or someone just hustling to catch them. Yeah. It's so intense because you're like, come the fuck on. Like, you're like, let's go, let's go, let's go. Uh, ah, God, it's just everything about it is just so basic and just so yeah. much fun to play. Uh, even like I said, even the shitty parts like defense aren't boring. I think a minute and a half is the perfect length for each quarter. Like, they're not too long. It goes by quick. I love that they've got the cheesy little halftime show with the stills of, like, the cheerleaders and the American flag yeah. and, and stuff like that. It's just all the little... Oh, and uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't bring up hut, 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 yeah. hut, hut. Yeah. Until you hit the... Until you snap the ball, just hut, yeah. hut, 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 I remember hut, just hut. losing my mind on my brother because he would sit there. Because like, <laughs> I don't... I don't... I don't remember, but I don't think it has a play clock. Like, I no. think you can just sit there and let it go hut, 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 yeah. hut, hut, yeah. hut, hut, which would, yeah, that would fucking drive me insane. Because um, then I would snap and I would turn at him. The moment I turned my head and I said, hut the fucking ball, he'd hut the he'd ball hut the and ball. I'm not looking at the screen. And then that's it. Just uh, the basic big brother, little brother relationship. Of course, that's cool. That's yeah. gamesmanship. Um, yeah, exactly. I have read a lot about, uh, like, really in-depth players for Tecmo Bowl and obviously Tecmo Super Bowl. I've like studied each team and they know much like a fighting game. Like, Oh, if I pick Denver, the best team to match up against them is, you know, Washington or whatever. I don't know who the matchups are. Um, so like I could see how, if you played this against someone that really knows it, you'd get massacred because they know the strengths yeah. and weaknesses of each team. But I've fortunately not had to deal with that. And I will say that like comparing it to games like blades of steel, uh, all the teams play exactly the same in blades of steel. Mm -hmm. I, I actually think it's really admirable that they did go to each team in this game and they're not like the most in-depth, you know, player stats of all time, but like the players, like, you know, if you want to play again, we all know if you, you know, if, if you pick Los Angeles, you've got Bo Jackson, you know what I mean? Yep. Like if you pick, um, fucking, is it the, again, I don't know old football that well, but is Lawrence Taylor in that New York, the giants? Yeah, he'd be on the Giants. Right. And then if you're the Niners, you've got Joe Montana. And right. There, yeah, exactly. So yeah. You're, you're Miami's the got ball. Miami's got Marino and like stuff like that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And it's really neat that they there's just a little bit of difference. And I'll tell you, dude, when I was playing it to get ready for this podcast, I played through about half of a single a season or whatever you'd call the single player mode with Denver. And uh, I was having a good time with it. Uh, but then I, I tried a game with LA just because I wanted to see. I'm like, I've heard that Bo is, you know, yeah, give him the ball. He's Just ball. Give him the fucking ball. And apparently he's even more OP in Tecmo Super Bowl. Oh yeah. Oh, but yeah. like oh, yeah. even in this game, holy fuck. I would I would hand that if anyone doesn't know who Bo Jackson is, just you don't need to be a big sports fan. Just look up who Bo Jackson is. One of the greatest athletes in the history of mankind. Freaking nature. Unbelievable. Freaking nature. And you hand the ball in this game to Bo Jackson. And it's like, I would take the ball on like their 40 yard line, run it Go. back to my end zone. Yeah. Yeah. And then and just, just come up yourself. just for fun. And it was like playing yeah. Mario with a fucking star. Like nobody yeah. can touch you. And it's no, like, no. maybe it's a little bit broken, but if you were to, I, I would, I would love to know. I'll ask you right now. If you could go back in time 
and nerf Bo Jackson, would you? Or would you leave him in the game as the OP son of a bitch that he is? Uh, like, I would leave it. Yeah, because I'm like, that's part but, of the charm. It's part of the charm and it's part of the game. But again, that's why they did it for every team. Like, again, if you're Lawrence Taylor on the Giants, if they're picking the Raiders, you better pick Lawrence Taylor and the Giants. So yeah, you yeah. have a guy that can fucking smash through. I, they did it for every team. But again, this is the brilliance of Tecmo. These yeah. guys, I don't, I would, again, we've talked about it and I would love a half hour show, even an hour on this game, like a TV show, like a 30 for 30. Oh thing. God. This yes. is why we did, you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's, God, I hope yeah. that happens in the future. If they can get people in a room and say, this is why we designed it this way. This is how we had fun. And this is how we made one of the greatest video games of all time, because it has been, I believe it's in the top 30. I think it's 30th all time on the Nintendo's uh, all time game list. If not higher for some people, it's, it, I think in sport, in the sports realm, I think it's top five. I, you um, know, I looked up a few lists of the best sports games on the NES for this, just cause I was curious where this one ranked. And right. Tecmo Super Bowl came in higher than this one in a lot of them, which understandably. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, like, yeah. but Tecmo it, it, Bowl, you, RBI Baseball, and Tecmo yeah. Super Bowl were usually three of the top three or four games. Like they were right there. Yeah. Uh, and there's a reason. Like this game is just it. It's just oh, and another thing that we haven't brought up yet. Is, so we've talked about the simplicity of the controls, but then there's obviously like you can make those controls as, as in depth as you want to. If you have two people that both know how to play and they know each, you know, every team and they know the weaknesses and they know what the plays are and they know how their opponents like to play. So I'm sure it can get deep as fuck if you want it to be. Yeah, um, of course. And if you don't know anything about it, like me, and you just want to pick it up and fuck around, you can do that and have just as good a time. Uh, I want to say too, like not only does it play well, it, it, lo it looks like, I mean, it's not, the the most cutting edge graphics you've ever seen but i was gonna say for a game that released on the nes in 1989 it still looks pretty fucking crisp by yes. today's standards again and, we're getting acclaimed wrestlemania what the fuck was that yeah exactly like i think they all the little all the little players look good i know that maybe some people are gonna roll their eyes at this but like i love that black players are black and white players are white and you can tell the yes. difference clear as day you know what I mean? Yes. Like the jerseys look no, like their jerseys. If you, don't, if you eye roll that, fuck you. Yeah. Guess what? It's 1989 and they did it. That's a big they thing back then. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, I, it, I agree. I totally agree. I think that's a cool feature. Yeah. Because like, they could have just went basic white because most games did. Yeah. They but totally could. They could've. said, fuck it. These, yeah. these sprites or, are going to be the color they're going to be. They could have just shown no skin and just made each player like. If you're playing just as a if, if you're playing as as the Broncos, they all just look the exact same as like Broncos. But like, no, the guys that are black are black. The guys that are white are white. Like when I hand the ball off to Bo Jackson, I'm like, uh, I know for a fact that's Bo. Plus, it's got their numbers up there in the corner, which I think is fucking awesome. Like, yes. I'm uh, like again, please nobody make fun of me if I'm wrong because I didn't start watching football until the 2010s. But I'm fairly certain uh, that John Elway was the Broncos quarterback in this game. I think he was. Maybe I'm yeah, wrong. That's, yeah, no, you're right. You're, and so, like, right. yeah, I'm snapping the ball to my quarterback, and then it says number seven, and I'm like, holy fuck, I think that's that's John Elway. And I hand the ball off to Bo Jackson, and the little 34 is up there, and I'm like, I know who that is. Like, that's just yeah. one of those little – again, maybe some people think this is basic, but as someone that grew up playing Blades of Steel and ice hockey, I'm like, dude, I would have loved it if fucking Blades of Steel, when I picked Montreal, actually had, like – the numbers of the players that were on the Habs yes. back then, that 100%, kind of stuff. 100%. And like, it's, it's those... that's why, 
that's why NHL 94 was so good. Yeah. Because you were playing as the players. They didn't have the names yet. Yeah. But again, you saw Doug Wade on the Oilers, and it was like, okay, that's Doug Wade. Yeah, or, yeah. Like, it, it's it, really it, neat, it, man. It, it's just it really add, it added to the gameplay and but again 1989 that's We're the thing is that it's 1989. 1989 and i feel like i truly feel like the people the developers that worked on this game they took the sponge and they rung every fucking because yes. they were like yes. we don't have a deal with the nfl we can't call them the denver broncos but we don't have the Broncos logo in there. I think they had made up. I can put the number in. But they're like, can we can the get the name. Yeah, in. we can get the name, the numbers in. We can make them look like each other. We can make them play like they do. We can put the team colors in. They did. They like. They're like every team's got their own playbooks with their own unique plays. Yeah. And stuff yeah. like that. They wrung every ounce of game they could get out of that sponge, and it shows. And I feel like we've had this exact conversation on other episodes of this podcast. But I'm just. It's when a de- when a development team really puts that love and that heart and that effort and that shine on an old game it it's it shows because the game like Tecmo Bowl isn't just a retro game like it's it, it's a legacy it has a legacy it is no it's it is it'll forever be beloved by people that grew mm-hmm. up playing it and you can't say that about every game from that era but I just no. I have so much respect for teams that put so much dude people just wanted to play football they could have they could have put half the effort into this game they did and it probably yeah. still would have sold like crazy because it was football but and the fact you, that they put they, so much work into it um, right right and you look at you look at games in the future after games like this like it, it, it's funny the games that we've talked about in the past when you, you talk about NHL 94 and you go and you look up how many NHL games were released that year or after because of that game. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's a, it's ridiculous how many games like Mary, Mary Lemieux hockey and they were all shit. Shit. Because Red Hall hockey. 95. They want, yeah. They yeah. wanted to make money. Yeah. But it, it's, but it's like today, the reason why you get so passionate we, when we talk about these games when they're good is that because of the work that's put in it's it's kind of like comparing it to now when you release like uh, a gta yeah usually when you get a gta it's fine it's you know what you're getting like the new one that's going to be coming in the future you you have to think these guys know what the standard is sure they're not going to half-ass it they're not going to do it but how many video game companies now and this is why you do what you do is because you've played the games now and you go, this game is a pile of shit and they've been working on it for four fucking years. Yeah. Are you kidding me? It doesn't run. Sure. But then you look at games back then. I don't know how long it took them to create Tecmo, but I'd love to, again, I'm going to say a year, six months. Who knows? Well, and the thing about it too is like, we all, anyone that listened to this that grew up in the NES, particularly the NES era, like there are so many fucking shit games that just put something on the box that you were like, Oh, you know? And you were like, I'm going to buy it because of what's on the box. And they totally could have done that with this game. It was football. You could have just said, Hey, we made a football game. And people would have been like, I love football. I'll buy that game. But instead you bought it, you brought it home and you were like, this is fucking incredible. I, 
like I, I just I wanted to go back to those graphics for a minute. Like I know the player sprites are really rad, and I like that it's got the unis and the the end zone painted and shit like that. But like just the game as a whole, like you look at it, and I'm like, for an NES game, I think it looks pretty fucking good. Like it's there's never yeah. any confusion as to like how far do I have to get for a first down. I can tell where right. I am on the field. I can tell right. who my team is, who that team is. I can tell who has the ball. Like it just I. It's certainly not the only good-looking sports game on the NES. Like, I'm not saying that. But uh, it, it looks really, really fucking crisp. I love the little cutscenes, Like, when you get a touchdown and they, like, the quarterback and the receiver, like, jump in the yeah. air and high-five. Yeah. Like, those little things, it just... Oh, man. I... I wish... I, I gotta say, I, fuck do I wish I'd played this as a kid. Like, yeah. I really... It was, it, was, it, was, it was a phenomenal time, my man. It, oh. It's one of those things too, where you think about it, just, just sitting here talking about it. It's funny how our parents didn't get into gaming compared to what, like I have friends who have kids the way they are now where they oh, play yeah. with their kids on these games. Yeah. And you wonder like what our parents would have done if they would have just picked it up and said, Holy shit, this does play like football. And yeah, it, it is one of those things where we grew up in a different time but they would just say, here, plug this in and play it and shut uh, well, the fuck up. And, and I guarantee you, room. like I read comments from our listeners every week and stuff like that. And I don't read them until after my guest and I record this part of the podcast. I would right. lay dollars to donuts. There will be comments from people who are like, I played this with my dad or my mom or my family yeah, would have yeah, tournaments 100%. or stuff like that. It's just, there's always that, uh, this, I, I'm sure you've seen it on Instagram or whatever, that one great photo where a mom's trying to beat a level in Super Mario on the Game Boy and the three sons are sitting around her. I don't know if you've ever seen that photo. It's fantastic. It's like a pure 90s photo. Sure. She's playing two, the original Super Mario Brothers on uh, on her game, on their son's Game Boy. But it, and it just said, like, when mom had to help you beat a level. Right. And, like, there was literally four kids watching her play over her shoulders because they couldn't do it. Yeah. It, it's, it's a prime example, like you said. This is a game where I'm, you're right, where I'm sure dads were kicking the shit out of their kids oh, and their yeah. kids are leaving and just the moms are yelling at him, like, let him win. And yeah. why? Yeah. Both fucking Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah. Like, like, Dude, it, if he it, can't it, learn. He can't learn to pick the giants and he's never going to win. Like, like that's it. Yeah. It's, I just, God, I wish I'd played this as a kid. I, one of my favorite things about remember the game is discovering new retro games new to me retro yeah. games that I just fall in love with. And there's been a few, uh, star Wars Knights of the old Republic. I, I adore that game. Bully was fucking incredible. I completely fell in love with that game. Blaster master on the NES. The second half made me so fucking angry, but the first half was really fun. This, I did an episode of expansion pass, uh, where I ranked my favorite NES games. I did it a couple of years ago now, and mm -hmm. I never thought an NES game that I would discover a new NES game that I wanted to put, on that list. Um, oh, wow. But I've spent quite a bit of time with Tecmo Bowl over the last couple of weeks getting ready for this episode. And I'm like, this this might crack my top 20 NES games. Like, I, I it is just every time I sit down to play it, I have, even if I lose, I just have so much fun. Like, I, yeah. there's just, it's so simple and so pure. It is a pure video game in every sense. And uh, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm running out of shit to, I don't know what else to say about it. There's really not a ton of meat. Oh, I will just quickly ask you, actually, did you ever play the coaching mode where you just call plays but don't actually play it? No, not really. It was it, it was just more playing with friends or playing the computer. Like, it, it, it was just 
No, I like I, I did it a couple of times to see like just to see it, but it wasn't a mode that I think caught on really at that point. Yeah. I think I, in Tecmo Super Bowl I could see it doing more because maybe because in that game you had a season mode, which was crazy to think about even then. Yeah, absolutely. But uh but it it's it's a game that just again set the stage for Madden football. Yeah. It set the stage, it set the template. Um it it was one of those games where like competition is everything to me especially in the gaming world yeah and i think we've lost that in so many ways where especially in the sports genre yeah it's it's really dried up because you're down to certain amount of companies that just say this is it well yeah like when ea is the only company on the fucking planet with the rights to i know that they're the the arcade ones are coming back but like we all know that like when was the last NFL 2K game? Like six or seven, 2006, 2007, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Like, and Madden's had a monopoly ever since. And when you're the only one, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Um, Which means release a shit broken game. Yeah, right. Whereas like and this go, was- sorry. Like the one thing about the NES was like, there were so many, like, and it's funny to say it because there are more games now than there was back in the 80s, but it just felt like the, maybe the reason it felt like there were so many NES games were because most of us only had a half a dozen of our own. So when you would yeah. go to the store to like rent one, it was overwhelming. There was like 400 games sitting there and you had to pick one based off the box art and decide which one to bring home. And Right. And but but it's funny cuz if you look back though Adam, it was maybe 50 games on a wall. If you really think about those racks and you really think about like Blockbuster and stuff, especially in the NES era, like they didn't carry everything. No. You are right. When you but when you went to Toys R Us, sure. And you had to pull yeah. the, when you had to pull the ticket and go to the back counter <laughs> yeah. and put it on the yeah. counter in that cage because it couldn't uh, leave them fuck. all because fucking people would steal them. I remember those um, days. But that's yeah, like, that's what I was going to yeah, say, though. Right. It's just there's so much crap. Like, I love the NES, but there is so much crap on the NES. But to me, the cool thing about it, looking back on the NES, you know, 30 years after it was retired or whatever the fuck it was, is like from all the crap, the good games just stand out so so much and i when i say they the good games they rise to the top and they're good i mean the mario it's not because there was so much shit it's because they're actually good too yeah that's the key is that it's we're not comparing it in the sense of well there was 200 garbage games so these ones were just a bit better no these ones were the reason why video games took off right even if it's the even fast. if the even if the nes roster was mostly good games there is still a small collection of those that would be considered among like the the greats. And it's the Marios, it's the Contras, the Castlevanias, yeah. those ones that we all grew up playing. And I'm like, dude, like this game is absolutely in that dis- this game, and I'm sure Tecmo Super Bowl are are on that level. I'm so yeah. new to the like I've been I have been getting asked to cover football, basketball, and baseball games on this show for four years. And I just now trying to explain to everybody the reason you haven't gotten them is because I just haven't played them. So I am slowly wading into that pool. I've played some baseball games. I've never played a basketball game outside of NCAA on Super Nintendo, which fucking sucks. But, like, I really got to get into NBA Jam because I know it looks fucking rad. And, like, I got to get into RBI Baseball because I know it looks rad. Um, But I'm playing this game now, and I'm just like, I get why... It's so funny because sports games now are a dime a dozen. Like an old sports game, do you yeah. like you know when you go to like fucking GameStop and they have that giant bin of old copies yeah. of Madden and NHL that are like two bucks each, 
And then it's yeah. like, you look at a game like Tecmo, and if, if I was a game collector still, I'd be like, I gotta buy a copy of this. I like If I was yeah. collecting games for fucking PS3, I would be like, I don't need to own every year's NHL. But if I was no. collecting games for the NES, I'm like, I gotta get a copy of Tecmo Bowl. Like, it's just, there's just something about, just special. How, I, okay. I just love so, it. So now, my question to you is, being as where we worked before, how much do you want that Bo Jackson oh, Tecmo Bowl photo? Dude. So Brad and I when used to work. About it, Brad and I used yeah. to work at a place that sold sports memorabilia, and we got these signed images in, and we got a bunch of signed pictures of Mike Tyson from Mike Tyson's Punch Out, where he's standing in the ring after knocking you out, and we got pictures of Bo Jackson. I think it was his touchdown celebration. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yep. From Tecmo Super Bowl or whatever, and they were signed yep, by Bo. Yep. And like I knew who Bo Jackson was, like. I like sports. I know that this guy's a freak of an athlete. But yeah, now that I've played this, I'm like, okay, yeah, that's pretty fucking rad. I get it now. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. fucking unreal. Like, okay, so last question, and then we'll score this thing and move on. Who is more yes, overpowered, Bo Jackson in these games or Jeremy Roenick? In Bo. NHL 94 or whatever, yeah. what it was that he's like, beast it, was, it, in. it was probably Bo. It was probably, it's probably Bo. Bo, right? Like, yeah, JR was fucking good. But there was also other players in that game that you could really it, it was the same, I think. And, and again, you wonder, too, like with with uh, NHL and JR and stuff like that. You wonder if they if they mimicked it. Oh, yeah, I think sense. so. You, you yeah. have to think those guys again, those guys. This is a game where it, it, it was played that set the standard. One of these just really, just really fucking really good game. I would love just, to know how good Bo Jackson would be in an NHL game. Cause they probably well, did Bo, Bo knows hockey. <laughs> Dude, the guy was such an hockey. athlete. They probably could have put him in a fucking hockey game and he would have been fine. Yeah. Yeah, beast. yeah. Um, yeah he was, he was ridiculous. Unreal. Anyway. Uh, so that'll do it for this week's episode of Bo Jackson is a beat. No, um, but you should, if you don't know anything about sports, just the next time you're sitting on the toilet, you have three minutes to kill. Just look up Bo Jackson and you'll be blown away. Uh, yeah. I think we did good enough. If anyone is listening to this and you're like, I can't believe you didn't mention this player or this player or anything. I don't, I'm learning. I'm doing my best. Just be grateful that I expanded my horizons and I'm trying to cover things that all of you guys want. Uh, we got to score this fucking thing. I would say there's 12 teams in it. So that seems like an easy way to score it. No, you know what? Just because I think it'd be more fun. Bo war number 34. So we're going to score it out of 34. Uh, okay. If you're scoring Tecmo bowl out of 34, what are you giving it? Um, I'll give it a 32 out of 34. I think, uh, I, I did play Tecmo super a little bit more than this one. Yeah. This was the groundwork. This was the foundation, still a phenomenal game. Looked great. Played well. Again, comparing it to acclaims WrestleMania and other games that were on the same system. It, that it, it just, it, it, you play games like this, you play games like the original Mario, like Adam, uh, I, one point I wanted to make too was this It's like, you know, Atari and television and all these games systems that were previous to the Nintendo Entertainment System, they held their own. They, they were something. But when you got to the point where you plugged in Mario for the first time, it was game changing. It's yeah. stupid. Like, again, it, it was so different. But then when you take that and then you say, okay, well, here's sports. Like, I remember playing uh, baseball on the Intellivision. And it, it, it's fucking garbage. Like it, it is. It's it's amazing for what it was. Sure. But again, it like you compare it to RBI baseball or Tecmo. Come yeah. on. Yeah. It, yeah. It, 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 
it advanced so well in such a short time. And that's why this business and this industry is so beloved. And this era, we grew up in the best era. That's it. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. In in the sense of, in the, in the sense of what we've been able to see in the sense of technology, this is what I love uh, in the sense of talking to my staff that are all like between the ages of 15 and 25 and have no fucking clue about any of this shit. It makes me feel really, really old, but I love speaking on those terms because we had imagination and we had childhoods that never will happen again because mm-hmm. of shit like this. Yeah. It's, it's just amazing. And I have friends who put their kids in front of their TVs and fire up a Nintendo entertainment system and they just sit there and they go, okay, we'll never one figure out how it works. And they, they just, they're dumbfounded by it. It's yeah. Some of the like, best videos you can find. Like I'm sure just kids, watching kids try to do it. Yeah. Like I'm sure kids today that are growing up with Xbox, you know, Xbox ones or PS fours or, you know, switches or fucking whatever. Like, I'm sure it's great for them. And I'm sure that in 30 years, they'll look back on those and be like, what a great time to grow up. But there was something about growing up with like the NES and kind of having to use your imagination to make it better than it was like to fill in the blanks and make it like kids today can sit down and play a PlayStation five and play Madden. And it looks like you're playing an NFL game, like a live real game. You're watching the NFL. Right. Whereas like we would play blades of steel or, or Tecmo bowl or fucking whatever. And it was like, it played well, but we had to make it look real in our minds and I know that sounds stupid and why someone that didn't grow up with it might not be as into it. But for those of us like you and I that are old as shit now that that did experience that, there's just something special about that era. Um, and it's amazing too. And it's awesome that you plug this game in and it still feels fucking great. It yeah. still plays well. Yeah, agreed. What did you get? What, what are you giving it? Uh, you know what? Like I'm going to give it a, like a 31 because okay. at a 34 because I, I like – objectively I look at it and I'm like, there is not a fault in this game. Um, it is, it is, I can't sit here and say that it's perfect. Cause like, I know that's Tecmo super. I'm, I gotta say like, now I'm like, I gotta play this fucking Tecmo super bowl. Yes, if it's better than yes, this, I gotta play that. <laughs> like I gotta yes, play you it, do. but I'm sitting here yeah. playing this game and I'm like, I literally don't have a complaint outside of maybe the kicking is a little bit lame. But I don't have yeah. a complaint. It was just a super fun, enjoyable yeah. game that I'll probably play for the rest of my life. When I'm bored, I'll yeah. fire it up and I'll play a couple of games and have a good time playing it. If you've never played it, um, I mean, if you're not into football, you're probably not going to care. But if you're a newer football fan like I am, give this one a chance. Don't expect the deepest simulation-based yes. thing of all time. Just expect some really fun, basic, arcade football. It is. It is... I... I am so if, enthralled that I played. I'm I'm really on board with it. I am a Tech Mobile fan. If now. you I get it. if you own a Nintendo Switch, anybody out there, and you have the Retro Game Pass, whatever the hell they call it for the NES, fire it up. Yeah. That's 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 all I'm gonna say. Yeah, agree, hundred percent. Even even if you don't play football, you don't have to like it. Fire it up. Yeah, it's just a fun game. It's just a, it's just a game that just you. It's 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 per it, it it's almost perfect it's really really good yeah i love talking these games i enjoy reliving this shit because you know what it's it, it it's it was such a fun time and i'm so happy that people love what you do in that sense and i'm proud of you pal thanks mate. it's yeah, it's I... one of those things where i know 
your fan base will understand when we talk. And I hope that most of them understand that I was right about Contra. No, you weren't. It just, yeah, I was. Yeah, it's you just, were. It's but you were sense. wrong to call me it's out. Common you sense. stupid fuck. I got it right. Oh, my God. We're, we'll do this off it's air. Just we'll do this sense. off air. We'll do this off yeah, air. Yeah, that's I'll, fine. But I'll I'll I was you, right. And you, you knew I was going to bring it up. Don't you tell me what I don't you, know. We and I have done this before. If you and I ever got in a fist fight, we both know who would win and it doesn't need to yes. be said. Yes. We both know. And we will stand there and we will look at each other as I, and I will tell you again. Yes. As I, I know deep down who would drop the fuck out of the other one. Me too. Just and see. I've always yeah. told you that if you and I ever got into a fist fight, I would make sure to schedule it at a time when emergency rooms are traditionally emptier yeah, so that yeah, they would take yes. care of you faster. Um, yes, yes. <laughs> the rage that you have brought me in the career of working with you, from the carrots to the photos to the monkey faces to everything, oh, you push me to that level, you'll get it and oh, you'll be dead. Fuck. Oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. Come on now. Fuck you. I destroy. No, we're good. I no, I destroy you. I when love you, know. you, brother. I'm um, so happy for you. I'm likewise, glad you buddy. Do well on this, and I'm so happy that people enjoy this. Um, I will do any episodes you need. Maybe not Shaq Fu too, if they ever fucking oh, do God. that. No, they did make I a new should. one, and they did make a new one, and we're never covering it. I promise. No. Uh, no. But likewise, buddy, you're a good man. You're a great friend, and I appreciate you taking time to come on here and uh, talk about fucking 35 year old video games with me, like a couple of boomers. Uh, so thanks, yes. buddy. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. Now I'm gonna go take my afternoon nap. Yeah, me too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And that's gonna do it for this week's episode, Brad. Thank you so much for giving me a call and talking tech mobile and to every single one of you geeks listening to this podcast right now. Whether this was your first episode or your two hundred and third episode of remember the game thanks so much for giving us a chance and for making us the number one video game podcast in canada and actually in the bahamas for some fucking reason this week so if you're listening to this in the bahamas uh you're my hero because i don't know how you got us to the top of the charts down there but you fucking did it uh if you didn't hate this if you thought hey that was not the worst podcast i've ever listened to maybe consider leaving us a nice review on whatever podcast service you're on. I'm not entirely sure what the reviews do, but the good podcasts ask for them. So we're going to start doing that. I guess I have started doing that as well. And if you're thinking like, I can't get enough of this guy's voice. I need to hear more profanity and squeaking and mispronunciation of words and stuff like that. Uh, maybe consider becoming a Patreon. We're over a thousand Patreons now. Are you fucking kidding me? It's insane. Patreon.com slash remember the game. Membership started just $2 for the entire month at two bucks gets you two additional podcasts every week. Plus instant access to over 200 archived episodes. You can join our discord, which is over like 600 members now or something like that. You can write in comments to be read on the show and 5% of our Patreon gets donated to the Stollery Children's Hospital here in Edmonton. So it's literally just wins a Across the board, patreon.com slash remember the game. I have a P.O. box. You can just send me a letter, a postcard, something little. No big gifts. I feel weird when I get big gifts. I appreciate them, but I feel guilty taking them. Just nice little gifts are all I'm asking for. Uh, my P.O. box is P.O. box 69181, Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, with a postal code that I can't remember off the top of my head. But you can find the whole address at rememberthegamepodcast.com. That's the easiest way to do it anyways. And finally, I am over on the old Twitch box, streaming video games and arguing with nerds. Whenever I have a chance, if you want to come by and hang out, twitch.tv, and then look for member the game, slash member the game, not remember the game, member the game. I'd love to see, I guess I won't see your face. You can see my face, but I'll see your like chat and you could put a smiley emoji and we'll just say that's your face. If you want to come by and hang out. All right.
That's going to do it for 203 episodes of this thing. I'll be back next week with Remember the Game number 204. I have no idea what game it's going to bail me out right now. Hopefully Pokemon Gold, if we can squeeze that recording in in time. But I'm not going to promise that. But there'll be an episode there somehow. I don't know what it'll be, but there'll be an episode there somehow. If you're a Patreon, I'll be back tomorrow with Expansion Pass number 116, my Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge review. I'll be back on Friday with Game Patch 95.0, looking at the world's biggest gaming news. And I'll be back next week with a whole nother slab of podcasts because this is literally all I do with my life. Thanks for listening, everybody. I'm going to Shout out some Patreons and get out of here. I'll talk to you on the next one. Cheers. Goodbye. So long. Remember the Game is brought to you by our Patreons. I could not produce all the content I puke up every week without all of your support. The following people have subscribed at the Senior Executive Vice President level or higher at patreon.com slash rememberthegame, and I'd like to take a moment to fuck up a bunch of their names and thank them all personally. So a massive, heartfelt, not at all sarcastic, seriously, not, not at all sarcastic thank you too. Makeshift Mallow, Magic Money, The Magnificent, Joe Buck, Sharonic, Andre Keegs in a Stupid Arrow Handle, James Clark, Dave McGee, DNA Gaming, Slick Rick, Doug Dorn, Charlie Medeiros, Andrew Wright, Jordan, The Good Enough Gamer on YouTube, Fraser Burns, Lil Bunny Fufu 89, Angry Ticks, Dave Thompson, No One Cares, Brandon O'Brien, Aaron Lawson, Matt McLean, Nathan Tromblay, A Town, Morgan, Zane Donovan, Ryan Kinchin, Mike Maloney, G9PSX, Raging Demon, Wolfgang Darren, Sam Wright, Andy Hudson, Chris Coplin, Doogie, Mil- Wolf Magic. 21, Johnny CCDC, Joe LeBlanc, Squints, Titan 420, Zonko 504, Russell Aldridge, Jeff Bergeron, Captain N, Game Nomad Misi, Daniel, Tunable Power, John Woodruff, Just a Fish, Noob Q, The Super Dad Bros Podcast, Denzalo, Holmes, Zach Shepard, Chris Dickin, Untakar, Matthew D'Amico, Frosty Feet 492, Chris Larkin, Austin Cook, Elijah Burns, Stephen Parnell, Ray San Juan Tongo, Zach Coiner, DBXJ, Jameer Williams, Steve Dalk, Phil McCracken, Trav H, Mizuru, Nicholas Chaffee, David Marcus, Phil Lencher, Ruben Elizald, Eric James, Riley Turvey, Jake Carter, Mexican Johnny, C-Spin, Thomas Smith, Nicola, Munch Makuchi, Leroy Westrich, Dark Squall, Jerry the 3D Printed Sawstrich, Evolva, Sean Ramos, Boston Porksaw, DB Cooper, Stud Still Smash, Mojo the Helper Monkey, Solid Rake, Brant Hewitt, Gabe, Dan Fuselman, Aaron Mitson, Decoy Man, John Jameson, Wyatt the Surgeon Who's Not a Surgeon, Roe, Tyler Nightmare, Blaine the Hoagie Man, Terry Douglas, Benjamin Swiller, Pet My Peef Podcast, Tristan Teen the Great, Hagel Waffle, Esteban Navarro, Kach, Jimothy, Joe Stone, Chris Williams, Nicole Novak, Chris, Cody Richardson, General Fury, Salty by Design, Jason Workman, Dem Boys on the Roof, Oh What the Fuck, LOL, Max Lagroom, James Juan Francesco, The Jamadian Nightmare, Matt Hamilton, Nomad, James Black, Sam Carpenter, Nerdy Hybrid, Tug Jones, Adam Fletcher, Colin Bollinger, Justified a One Sleeper Hit, Joey Mercury, You Lick My Butt, IR Jackal, Thirand Isaias, Tech Mage 299, Timmy the Exuberant Turtle, Lance Jones, Brian Neese, Christian Gabriel, Radioactive Man, Big Poppy Logan, Phoenix 783, Vega Versio, and Tally 311. Dude, that might be the best one I've ever done. And when I'm trying to ramble those off, it's like I'm running down a hill. And you know when you get running and your feet are moving faster than your body and you're like, fuck, I don't know how much farther I'm going to be able to stay up. That's all I was trying to do, but I think I made it this time. Thank you all so much for the support. And if I mispronounced your name, wear it as a badge of honor. Talk to you later. Purple Monkey Dishwasher. Thank you.